two, At the time after my sentence, committed no crime in bad mistakes. Yeah, I've made a few. I've had my share of sin kicked in my face, but I've gone Friday, May 1st, 8.01 a.m. PST time. YouTube, Coffee Talk with Adika. It all starts now. Ciao. Welcome, gentlemen. Bringing you all in. Morning. Good morning. That guy right there, Stefan Adika, ladies. That's right. Angels. It is me. People. It is me, people. I'm trying to point to you. Oh, you got me. You got me. I got you, babe. Come this way. Come this way. <laughs> we got today's gonna be a great show, everybody. I'm so excited. You know why? We, we got we got everybody here. We got Ronnie News. It's gonna go longer. We got a lot of things going on. Let's go over here, right here. It's Friday, everybody. We're getting, Oh, God, here we go. Ronnie News is back, baby. The news <laughs> man is back. We missed you, Ronnie. Old school Ronnie. You've got Ronnie News. I, I, I think I hear 19, 1993 is calling. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> let me go, Wait, let me, what did it say, Corey? Update? Update? Don't make Dial, dial up dial lives. Up. Okay, let me talk, everybody. Josh, oh, I got to put you guys in a box. Don't even laugh now, Ronnie. It stops right here. All right, yeah. I'm mute, mute. All right, mute, mute. Everybody shush. Big show today. We got a big show. Great singer we got coming on. I got a couple of private things, too. The hidden things that you guys don't know about. That's right. I got special guests for the special host. Surprise people coming on here. It's going to be an action-packed show that it's probably going to go a little later than 9.15 because I'm trying to squeeze it all in and be respectful to everybody that's coming on the show. And I want, you know what? I want to be respectful to my co-host. You know what? I pick on you guys a lot. And I, sometimes I don't, uh, I could be out of control. Sometimes I'm maybe, maybe not being so, you know, right to you. Amber and, talked uh, to you last night. Why do people try to call me? I got Chuck Garrick from Alice Cooper's been calling me. It's like, it's like obnoxious. Don't people know I'm a YouTube sensation? Watch this. Hello? What are you doing? Chuck, 
Chuck Garrick. You're an Alice Cooper's band, right? That's right, Chuck. Nope. And, and you're in Bisto Blanco, right? Now let me ask you, Chuck. I'm a YouTube. I'm a YouTube sensation. If you go on YouTube right now, I am live, and you're calling it in on my show. This is not good for business. Oh, sorry. Now, when sorry. when when you're playing when you're when you're playing schools out with Alice, do I come on the stage and go, "Hey, Chuck, <laughs> how you doing?" It's Stefan. Remember me? I used to be your friend. We used to be best friends. We used to cry together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did they offer you a backstage pass to get up on stage? Yeah, that, no, that Toby name is that that round at Lou Costello looking prick. Acts like he doesn't know me. That's right, Chuck. This is my show. Uh -huh. You like uh -huh. it? This is on the air. This is live. Oh, it is. Yeah, this is live right now. Oh my god! Live in front of dude. I, YouTube oh, sensation, oh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Coffee Talk Live with Adiga. Google it. I'm bigger than Ryan Roxy. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Not only am I bigger, I got more hair than him. That's right. <laughs> I'll have to look, I'll have to, I'll have to okay, go. I'm having Jeff Scott Soto on. I want you to watch the show. Come on and watch it. All right. I love you. I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Garrick. Alice Cooper's band right there. Chuck. That's Chuck. Calls me. That's right. Oh, I know great. People. Now I have number i'm gonna call him no i'm not like you it just has his name no phone number yeah you... yeah on the bottom didn't you see it really no that, that's the minute i screenshot it oh. no you didn't no you didn't no you didn't that's why he's not answering uh, no that's not it that's just that was it. ronnie that did that before you go back yeah okay so now let's get back to the show it's gonna go extra long we got special guests coming in here and i'm sorry if i pick on you guys i tell you guys to shut up but sometimes you guys oh. need to know when to yeah. talk and not to talk now, if you guys, if I hold you hostage, you want to make your own show, go ahead. I'm not stopping you. I love you. You don't have to go sneaky behind my back. The only person I care about here right now, we're going to start it off right now with this guy. If I could find, I can't even find his face over here. Where is he? Where is he? Ronnie, I, I have so much stuff going on here. I'm just putting your face big right there. Ronnie, where the hell you been? What's going on? I've been out with a buyer, actually. I mean, things are happening out there. It's amazing. You know, I don't know if I shared it with you, Stefan, but I'll share it with uh, Adika uh, Coffee Talk. This buyer uh, drove down from Ohio. Uh, he's a referral from his girlfriend as an uh, agent. So uh, he's ready to buy. At least yeah. when he got here, he said he was ready to buy. And what they didn't realize is how short the inventory is here. Because right. stuff's lying off the shelf, even at the new construction. I pull into the parking lot. There's 10 cars there. The guy's slammed by appointment only. So uh, truth be told, he liked what he saw. Now he wants to talk to his boss because my uh, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on with this this story, Ronnie. Yeah. This, is like, this is like two minutes of, of, of our time. We're not going to get back. I want to know one thing. Did he yeah. sign a contract with you? No, he did not. All right. So this guy could be hawking you China. Well, no, I don't think he's hopping to China. What, what the the uh, the tipping is? He's got the new job here in uh, Epcot at Walt Disney World. He's in uh, corporate housing. If they pull the plug on him, in other words, they don't give him the corporate housing, then he has to get a place. Driving this guy around in a car all day? Oh no, no, no! He drives in his own car. We met so at he, the. He follows the you. Building. He follows well, you. He, well, here, here's the here's the best part. I fell out of bed. I could walk to the development that he was crazy right. about. <laughs> okay. So, man. Are you, uh, hold on. Are you wearing a mask when you're talking to this character? Uh, mask and gloves, sir. And, okay. Does he try mask to. Mask and does, gloves. Does, I asked him, does he try to slip and maybe shake your hand? Uh, no, he had gloves and mask too. I asked him ahead of time. Yeah. So it's, 
it's, you have you have you have protective sex out there. This is good. Very you don't want to yes. get your wife. You don't want to get Very your safe. wife. Let me, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. Yeah. Safe, safety first. Look, um, I want to ask you something. What's any any good news? Any good news? Well, the good news is uh, yesterday we got the word that uh, a couple of things got relaxed. I still can't get a haircut. The salons are still under stay at home. You look good. But, uh, yeah. but uh, the local uh, establishments can now provide 25% occupancy so we can go out and dine and give these uh, waiters and waitresses some uh, business now, some love. They can get something back in their uh, pocket. Yeah. Now, you, uh, you, 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 you look good, Ronnie. You always look good. Hey, Ronnie, I got to ask you a question. Sure. You ever, you ever bully anybody when you're in school? I'm sorry? Do you ever get bullied in school when you're a kid? Uh-oh. What, what, uh-oh. What, what way, yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Corey got bullied. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He couldn't talk his way out of it? <laughs> no, actually, he is actually, a journalist. They, they, don't, they don't listen to you in seventh grade, and I wasn't a journalist back then. He, he's still not a journalist. Let me tell you something. That's true. I'm back to seventh grade. I do feel like I'm in seventh grade on this show. Let me tell you something. You're, you're oh, no. I saw him being a journalist, and I have to take over. I have to shush him. I have to take over the show. I, I did a show where I could relax, and this, this, this monster down there, he can't even talk to people. He makes me fight with everybody. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I, I don't want you. I, I, hold on. My special guest, for, he's here early. This I guy, just went into the newsroom. So you went into the newsroom. I got, I, got a new, I got a lot of New Yorkers coming in the show today, Ronnie. Awesome. I got, I got a singer from Brooklyn. Yeah. You're from Queens, right? Queens, yes. Yeah. Us Brooklyn Barstow guys. Queens. We didn't Barstow. like you Queens guys that much. Uh, like, well, I'm, just, I'm just trying to start trouble. That's all right. We, 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 Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. You know what I like about you? I feel like I have the soprano. I feel like with you, I got the Sopranos, and down there, I feel like I got the Mongoloid Brady Bunch. Look at him. Yeah. He, got a story. Corey got a story about the Sopranos, if you want. That's, I want to hear it. Corey Levington used to have a career at Circus Magazine. People used to line up the kisses' ass, and now look at him. He needs to do a proper interview. He's in the bed. He has a hot wife. Where's your hot wife, Corey? Bring her. Uh-uh. Yeah, bring her here. Bring me now. <laughs> bring your hot wife here. Let's turn Ronnie on. Come on. You have your, don't, don't, but yet, so you got up with your boxes. Do you have pants on? Which one of my bullies are you bringing on? That's what I want to know. Don't I worry my, about I, it. I have don't, my pants on. Good, good. He's the only guy that wears boxer underwears with a belt. This is a true story. <laughs> this is a true story. The only guy I know here. Only guy. Oy vey. Right? Oy vey. Only, <laughs> yeah. right? Am I right? Is his yeah. junk that heavy that he's got to hold it up? <laughs> it's junk. It's junk. He blessed it, us with that yesterday. It's junk. Wait, with Mike Fazano. Mike, 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 hold on, Mike. Uh, Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Corey's the only guy that wears the, the underwear with a belt. Why? <laughs> Do you notice that yesterday? Help I me. didn't. I heard somebody talking about it, but I didn't notice it. The show's going longer today. I think we have too much to mock. We have too much. To, we have so much fun going on here. This is too much. You know, too much. There he is. Where's your hot wife, really quick? Really quick. Get, get her here. Get her here, Corey. Get, Come here. Oh. Corey, don't oh, block her. Yeah. Don't block her. Don't Come block here. her angel face. Oh, yeah. Don't block her. Hey. Corey, do us. Good a morning. Good morning. Hold on, Good guys. Morning. I just got out of the shower. Oh, that's how we like <laughs> it. Hey, Corey, leave the room. Leave the room. Leave us alone with your wife. You, Joanne. Now my day is complete. Get out of here, Corey. <laughs> Joanne, Leah. Joanne, 
I, I would ask you to lay on that bed, but it, it bothers me as much as it bothers you. I can't. Oh my God. Okay. And look at him. He's he's lurching. Look at him. He can't leave us alone for one second. We're in a fight right now. So Are you in a fight? He's not my favorite person. Okay. okay. Well, then tell him to get out of the room. Okay, hold get on. Get out, Joanne. Joanne, you have to have an episode, a marriage counseling. Okay, hold on, Joanne. I got your problem solved, honey. I got, <laughs> I got this guy for you. Whenever you're ready. I love Oy Bay. is always ready for you, hon. Always ready. What's going on, Joanne? Talk to Doctor. That's not good. Hold on, hold oh, on, I, Joanne. I, Joanne, I, Joanne. I got, I got something to show you. I want to show okay. you really quick. You got problems, right? You know what? You know? Did you a know? About, did you know about Adika? <laughs> Talk to me. I'm on right now. <laughs> Talk to me, hon. Talk to it. me right now. Talk to me. What's, what's the matter, hon? Are you okay? Is he treating you okay? We're fine. No? Just <laughs> over it. <laughs> over it. All right. All right. All right. You know what we're going to do for you? I want you to go relax. Listen to the doctor. Go to relax. Right. right. Go to relax. I want you to do this. Go on my Facebook page. There's a picture of me with no shirt on. And just go relax. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. That's it. <laughs> just, just look, look what Amber Adinka is married to, and then that's it. And and you know what? Pretend you're married to me. You'll feel better in the morning. Okay. Okay. You're, my, you're my angel. You're beautiful, Corey. Uh, if you're not nice to her. If you're not look. nice to her, I swear to God, I'll chop your fingers off. Leave her alone. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Joanne. I love you. Love you too. All you right. Guys. All right, okay, honey. Bye, Joanne. All right, bye. bye. That's Joanne. Joanne Leventon, poor, poor woman. What a treat. What do you got there? What, what a do you, treat. What do you do? What do you do? What do you, uh, I can't. Okay, Corey, I'm going to bring on, <laughs> I'm going to bring on everybody, Ronnie, we're, we're running, I'm going to bring on a special guest, and this is a private guest. This is for Corey, everybody. But before we go there, I want to tell you what I'm drinking. I got to get fired up right now. Oh, Spearhead Coffee. Do you know about that, Mike Fasano? No, I do. You told me about it yesterday. I really want to try some. I'm going to get you some of the Spearhead Coffee. What Spearhead does, Fasano, I'm glad you asked me. Right here. It comes from the farm. Look at that. Look at those. They look like cranberries, right? Fresh from the farm, right? Right? Look, they roast their beans. Corey, don't slurp while I'm doing my commercial. <laughs> Please. Coffee. Coffee. Look at this. If you get your wife a nicer cappuccino in the morning, you get a machine, and you do something nice with a heart, you might get some, Corey. You might actually get some. That's why, Corey, to get your relationship back, call Spearhead. <laughs> www.spearheadcoffee.com. It'll bring the love back in your life, you pathetic prick you. Look, call Spearhead, Corey. They're going to save your marriage. Look at this. Look how happy that girl is right there. Oh, my husband gave me some coffee and pastries in the morning. He cares. Don't be like this guy. Hey, <laughs> Don't be hey, like, hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Huh? I'm watching you. What the hell are you doing? Go get your wife some coffee. <laughs> get that moo moo off your wife, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Corey. Mm. I coffee. gave you a, I gave you a lot of names of people. I'm 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 curious and scared who's gonna show up. Oh, you got you, you got a lot of names. Well, Corey, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, you know I love you. You know, you're my friend. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna spearhead. If anybody forgets about what Adika drinks, it's right there in the corner. The upper, right above Ronnie's face. Everybody, oh, that's cool. I give my wife spearhead in the evening, in the morning, and she does anything for Adiga. That if you want your wife to do for you, make her drink spearhead. They'll do anything. They'll do anything. That's right. There he goes slurping. What hey, you know what? I, you know what I just noticed is I'm in the middle of the screen, and I would prefer you in the middle of the screen. But, but wait, hang on. I kind of like you in that side. 
because you can just like turn and yell at all of us. I, I you it's know, like, yeah. let me, let me, wait, hold on. Let me, before I bring the special guest for Corey Levington right here, hold on a second. Hold on. Amber goes, lie, lie, lie. <laughs> Look, we got John Scaglione. He's laughing. Cool photo, John. Get Debbie. Do we get a free package of Spearhead? Debbie, you go to the, go to the site, www.spearhead. Check out what they got. You're going to be blown away. And that's right. No, there's nothing crazy on there. It's all legit. They're the best in town. The best coffee. And I'm a coffee snob. We got Lindsay. Hi, Skyscraper. Hi, Lindsay. How are you doing? Uh, Joe Lynn goes, ha, ha, ha. Pathetic prick. Yeah, you see, Joe, you understand the Dika. Liz, you need coffee? Spearhead's going to get you. They'll, they'll fix you right. Skyscraper's here. Hello, Wendy, Alex, everyone. Hello, Skyscraper. We got the beautiful Rebecca. They got a great show. Susie is waiting for you, Michael McVeigh. Ah. Alamina, Medina, I can't Hold speak. While you walk by. Coffee. Anthony's laughing. Look at this. My wife has to I'm chime in. Stefan's giving advice he knows nothing about. Hey, <laughs> Amber, Amber, get in the kitchen. Get on the floor clean. I got That's some cool. spearhead for you, hon. I'll fix it all up. Hot cocoa in coffee. It's a beautiful thing. You know what? Everybody's here. Wendy's here. We got from Brazil. Look at that. We got our friend from Brazil, Mr. Ken. Everybody. Okay. Give a little shout out to everybody. Now, really quick, Corey Levington. I'm going to bring everybody in the back. Hold on. And, and Corey, Oive, I'll come back for you, Ronnie. We're going to talk to you in a second. Corey, you had a friend. Yes. That actually, well, you've been doing some digging. Is this from my list or something they found out on your own? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want I don't want my people to be upset here. I got I got people. We got we got. Look, hold on, hold on. I don't want people to be upset. So, hey, right here, hidden gem. Don't we didn't forget you. We're gonna we're running a little behind time, but I'm gonna bring you up here. Don't you got some good music I want to talk about? All right, you just don't, don't talk. I love you. I love your music. All right, hold on. All right. Right here, look. Jeff Scott Soto, don't, don't, please, please. You look great. Stand up and shout. All right, relax. There you go. That's stand up and shout. That's a, that's that's this guy who's staying with Journey, Sons of Apollo. You just saw him backstage, but somebody better than that. Okay, you ready, Corey? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Guess, guess who Adika brought? I don't, I have no guess. I, I I gave you a long list. <laughs> Why do you upset everybody? I that's I don't know. <laughs> All right, Corey. I'm bringing, I'm bringing back a friend. Hey, Corey. Okay. All right. I thought you actually did some work. Uh, Corey, you know who we got here? You know who we got here, huh? Huh? You know who we got, Corey? Yeah, it's the, it's the anti-vax doctor. That's right. It's not hidden. It's not hidden gems, Corey. It's no. Dr. Gary Forsman. Dr. Gary, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm, do I'm doing great. Thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad you're doing good. I'm, you know, <laughs> Dr. Gary, you are a wonderful person, a very nice guy. Uh, Thank you. And, um, I, 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 I think you're a wonderful man. I like talking to you. You make me happy. Um, and you make Corey happy. Now, Corey, right. you could be who you are. It's okay. My wife is okay. The doctor's okay. The doctor actually likes you. Now, Corey, I got to discuss. I, I like him. This is nothing personal at all. Anybody, it, you know, spouting those ideas, I, I would take issue with. It doesn't matter who you are, what 
There he goes. He's so, he goes talking Anything. over me. He goes talking. You're Sorry. not allowed to talk yet. You're not allowed to talk. Corey, yesterday you posted something. Um, I'm trying oh, to yeah. it right here. Yeah. What did you post on, on, on Facebook? Uh, what did you do? Read that okay. out. Uh, let me, let me, let me look. It, it, uh, okay. So, so they've been saying that the virus, uh, you know, was, uh, created in a wet market in Wuhan mm. and little by little information is becoming out through the legitimate media that, uh, this was that there's a lab in mm. Wuhan mm -hmm. where they were experimenting with bat viruses. I'm like that, what? And, uh, lo and behold, uh, Newsweek ran a story, Washington Post ran a story. Uh, that the virus most uh, likely escaped. And they can't prove it yet, but the virus actually was a, a escaped from an experiment they were doing at a Wuhan lab, w which the U.S. supported, in fact, funneled millions of dollars into. So I posted it uh, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I got shouted and bullied down by people who thought I was saying that it was created in a Bully. lab. Uh, so you got bullied down, you're saying? Yeah. All right. That's fair. Well, but by people who misunderstood what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why do you have to drink like like an animal? <laughs> Why do you have we to like all animals? You know, all, all right. Animals. You're all animals. So, Corey, let me ask you a question. So, you yes. yesterday, I'm going to try to find this little little gadget that you you did a post yesterday, right? You kind of like uh. This is why I. This is why you and the doctor, you know, and and I'm going to recap. You you called the doctor a prick. Right, remember that? <laughs> right, you called the doctor a prick. You're a journalist, right? Yeah, that was probably going over the line a little. Um, you think you were going over the line a little bit? Uh, he, he was talking and talking and talking and told me, "You'll get your chance." I think he didn't give me the chance. He was talking for like five minutes, talk, 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 and I couldn't say anything. You'll get your chance, and then and then and then I got muted. So that's when I got really mad. I didn't oh, mute yeah. you. I, no, no, Stefan did. Uh, that and uh, that and it was hysterical. I've never been angrier in a moment and then laughed more after the moment. There's what you posted, right, Corey? That was the first version of I've, I've since updated a little. Read, but yeah, the that's, that's... Read the original. Read it out loud what you wrote. I can't. It's too small on my phone. You don't remember what you wrote two weeks no, ago? No, no. I'll, I'll yes. read you the version as it is now. Uh, two weeks ago. But you said shame me now. I like right, that. That's shame. the end of it. Shame me now, yeah. Shame me now. I doubted myself and took that update down. Shame me now. Two weeks ago, I suggested I now believe this. I was FB Shane. That's what you yep, wrote. All I right. was. I doubted myself. Right. Took that update down. Right. Shame me now. Shame and yeah, and you're making a parallel to 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 uh, any any vax theory. Uh, no, I'm not making anything. I want you to talk to talk about a dangerous that. vaccine. Doctor Gary. Right. Talk to Corey about this for a second. Well, it's talk. an interesting thing that you know when uh, you get into this vaccine educated thing is about the me but like Corey kind of throws you into the anti-vaccine movement as soon as you want to have science about vaccines and then what happens is is you're with a group of people think <laughs> and I support Corey too um and because everybody has a right to an opinion but it's the interesting thing Corey is you've landed yourself with the this whole thing with uh Fauci and the coronavirus hard in, in the middle of the anti-vaccine movement uh you know, the one of the books I brought up last time was Judy Mikovits. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read the books uh, Plague or Plague of Corruption. Um, and she's doing a lot of the videos these days talking about Fauci's interconnection with the coronavirus, his role at the uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, um, mm -hmm. his, 
the whole thing about, uh, you know, is this virus created in a lab, which is possible, by the way. I mean, right now, our current best science is saying it went from bats to pangolins to humans, like other viruses kind of went the, from bats to other species. However, there is a, a, throughout this entire course of time, there has been this backdrop of, is it possibly have been part of a bioweapon research looking at, uh, you know, and there is a Wuhan Institute of Virology, as almost everybody's heard about now, and that does exist, which doesn't prove that they did it. It just means it does exist. And so, um, and, you know, is, and just so you understand, Corey, because you should just be aware of this, is that there's a group of people who feel that the uh, the virus has been manufactured as part of a, a Thing to get a vaccine out there that you know to seven billion people, and that's the reason it was created. I don't personally aspire. Uh, um, I don't. I don't I don't, either. I don't think that's the case. By the way, mm -hmm. there is a lot of groups that think that. Apparently, um, yep. as of right now, I actually just think the virus did do the natural transition from one species to another. It's called transfection, um, yep. and so. But I could be wrong. And that's what we always talk about with science is, of course, you could be wrong, you know. And so uh, could this be a virus that had probably escaped? I doubt anybody released it, really, um, from a, a lab. Uh, it became aerosolized and they didn't realize it would. And somehow it got out into the public. That's entirely feasible, actually. Um, uh, according to the, some of the doctors who do virology, there are some signatures of this virus that indicate maybe that is actually the case. Um, yeah, so and, that's what, and that's what I believe. And I stated my belief online right. and i was i was shouted down by people who were saying you're saying it was engineered and the, as a bioweapon and right. that's bullshit and you shouldn't be uh, so, spreading this so let me ask you because we're, we're running short for time and we're yeah. going to come back with you two so right now i got you two guys agreeing is this true <laughs> is this true hold on hold on hold on i, I want to know i want to know i love alternative i want to know are you right. you are you are you agreeing with each other yeah yeah so you like I, you like the doctor <laughs> you like the doctor you know, and it's I got, he's not talking I got, about hold on, hold on hold on I got people writing comments they're getting right. angry that we're getting so serious and this and that Mike Fasano's going behind the scenes you know Mike go do your own <laughs> effing show I don't need you go play with Ryan Roxy you and Roxy together you did dad's porno mag it did nothing so go it's, no, it's I got probably... real, I, you don't get Dr. Gary I got real people on my show Let me. Yeah. I got Jeff Scott Soto do you know about him yes. You know, Jessica, uh, how he sings? First of all, he's from Brooklyn. And if you don't say something nice, I'll come, he'll come to your house, Gary, and, and beat you down. <laughs> now, now, don't let him do that. He's from Brooklyn, right? The guy can sing. Yes, they had Josh Todd Buckcherry. You know that guy? Right? You know him? I, I bring all, I got everybody, Dr. Gary. That's why you <laughs> need to be my friend. And Corey, you need to be nice to the doctor. Doctor, <laughs> I'm actually relieved you're on here because I thought Stefan Frenchange did some work. I'm trying to show you guys something. You want to go, you want to go to a bullshit show? Go talk to this guy right there. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is a real show here. This is not no, this is no nonsense. This is a real show. Dr. Gary, I love you. I want you to come Thank back you. here. And I like that people are trying to ban it. They say, and for the people that don't like the comments, then go watch something else. Where else the hell are you going to go? You're quarantined in your home, you sick bastards. And I Stay home and watch I a Dika. I apologize for calling you an idiot. Oh, that's a prick. Nice. Don't forget prick. Yeah, don't forget a prick. Don't, <laughs> don't forget a prick. You know, Corey. It was the ball waxing episode, so prick had to come out. You know. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. And, you know? and so, uh, but anyways, no, I, I I like people getting passionate about things. But the, the thing it. I try to get across to everybody is science is dispassionate. So so if people believe too strongly in one area in science, then they're not involved in science, and that's that's a a, a breaking point. Um, is because science asks questions; it doesn't try to answer right. them. We agree uh, on that too. We agree. Okay, you know what, you guys? I love you. Dr. Gary, you're the best. Thank you for coming here. 
There's Dr. Gary Forsman, middlepathmedicine.com. Uh, and not uh, an idiot. And not an idiot. And him and Corey made <laughs> up, and we're going to bring there, you back. There we go. Doctor, but, we'll, but I'll argue again if he starts going do, on about anti-vaccine. Dr. G, maybe you want to hang out yep. later? I got to get, I gotta get I the would, show. I right. would just tell if he wants to yeah. actually look at science, then I'm willing to work at science. But okay. it's not about anti-vaccine. Once again, it's about vaccine education. Once you learn about it, you would learn more about the selective use of injectable medicines Excellent. into your family. Okay. Let's move forward over here. Thank you, Dr. G. I'm All running right. behind. Corey, thank you for behaving yourself. Thank you, everyone. This was another episode of The Doc. Corey, you, you behaved yourself. All right. All right. Hidden gem times. And this guy over here. Look, if you want to start trouble in the chat, Mike, then go to your friend Ryan Roxy. Go. Go hack his you were, show. You, Don't try to hack my show. I quit that stupid ass band. I quit it. I quit it. I quit it. it was I'm ridiculous. not a quitter. Hold I'm not going to quit your Hold show. On. You're a real star, Jeff. I'm sorry, Jeff. This is not <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to come back to you. I got a hidden Jeff, gem. Jeff, I'm <laughs> trying to get you on. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. He'll talk about his Tiger Army crap. This is a guy a real singer. <laughs> you don't he give, give a shit. You don't give a crap about your band. You know what, Mike? My show. And get the hell out of here. This is what I did to you. Look at there it is. I don't need him. I don't need him, people. I don't need nobody. That's it. I got to bring hidden gems up here. All right, everybody, we got hidden gems. I like to talk about local bands here, and I'm not a bully, but what the hell? It's Coffee Talk with Adika. We can do what we want. You know what? We got a hidden gem, and I want to share it with you really quick. I like to bring local bands, everybody from all over. So whatever you got going on, and if you're not being heard, and if I dig it, I'm going to make sure you're going to be heard. I might not know your story. I'll give you five seconds, five minutes to tell your story right here. Let's check out a hidden gem right there. Look at right there, huh? We have one way trip over here. It's supposed to play music. My wife did something. I don't know what she did. But anyway, let me uh, get this over here. Oh, right here. I know the sky and it goes round and round. I see it clearly now when it hides I'm going to... That's really good stuff. I know the sky and it goes round That's the low classics one way trip. All right, and I got from low classics. I got the the, the love classics. Maybe I, I, I'm blind. I can't see without my glasses. I got Jared. Jared, how you doing, my friend? Um, you just got to unmute your mic, buddy. I Jared, I did it. All right. So wait a second. My eyes are bad. The name of the band is it Low or Love? I couldn't. The low see. classics. The low classics. You know what, Jared? Is that you singing? Yeah. Great. I sounds good. on the guitar and vocals. There's two yeah. other guys who did the whole thing with me. And uh, Jerry Lyons on the drums and Zach Mayberry on the bass. And we're actually in the midst of Corona pandemic, but most of that stuff is actually recorded remotely from different cities and stuff. So we're actually producing music now. Dude, it, it's, I, I, I was telling my wife, Amber, when I heard, it, I go, that's Jared singing. Now people are probably looking at you and they think I got Dizzy Reed here from Guns N' Roses, but no, no, no. You know, it's not Dizzy Reed, everybody. That's Jared over here. And Jared, your band, tell me a little quick, where can they find that music? I'm going to put the link in here for you, too. Sure. Uh, right now, we're on a Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, Amazon Music, Google Music, all of the main music things. We have two records available for consumption. Um, there's uh, the first album, the Secondhand Souls, like an Elvis kind of punk rock thing, and then the One Way Trip, which is more like an electronic punk rock journey. No, it's so, great, great. Yeah. Punk rock, wait, punk rock journey, like journey, journey, journey. 
<laughs> no, like more like in the magical mystery tour, kind of like you start at one sort of track and you go down the rabbit hole and the idea is hopefully that the tracks go one to the next and take you on a little bit of a kind of a good feel of music. It's it almost it remind me like like just good feel. You know a little remember the band Red Cross? Remember those guys? No. I'm old. I'm old. They're great. They're one of those underground great like pop partridge family sounding okay. type, you know, good hooks. The guy who wrote yeah. David Cassidy, uh, Wes Farrell. I'm I'm old. Bell Records. I'm an old guy. In Brooklyn, Bell I used to look at the Bell Record. Maybe it was a Brooklyn label. Jeff Scott yeah. know more than me. Yeah, you know what? I like that. I like the sound. I like the bubbly. It's a good feel music. And and you know what? I put you on here because if I would buy it, I don't like nothing. I would yeah. buy that, and I am going to support yeah. you. I think it's great. And uh, yeah. listen, it's really quick, right there. See, that's the type of music that I'd get a cup of spearhead. You know what? I play to my wife, get her ready for the night. You know, I go, dance for me, lady. Come on, dance, dance yes. for me. You know, it makes you feel good. But, Jared, we're going to put there. Do me a favor in the chat, put a link in there to the music. I'll bring you back more. I'm running behind time. I get no But I love it, Jared. Thank you for coming on here, being hey, a Thanks for having me. All right, my man. And we'll catch up. We'll, we'll, we'll connect again. All righty. All right. I'm your guy. You need, I'm like Murray Decay. I'm going to bring so I'll you. let you know when the new stuff's ready. Please do. All right, buddy. That was Jared right. and the Low Classics. I want you to dig on it because I did. Thank it. you All very right. much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, buddy. All righty. All righty, man. That was my buddy, Jared. So here we go. I got Corey Levington over there backstage looking at me. Um, Corey, that was pretty good stuff. Could you hear it? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, th I think you should do this every once in a while. Fly somebody in and have them introduce their music. That's a really good service that you do. For people. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm pretty, I'm pretty fabulous, right? What do you got there? Your wife, you better do something tonight. You better make your wife in the bedroom tonight. What you're going to do. I'm bringing my next guest on here. He can help you. You got to get her wild. Get the kid to sleep, right? Get the kid to sleep. And this is what you're going to do to your wife. Give her some coffee. Uh, you're going to make her stand up and shout. Stand up and shout! Stand up and shout! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up and let it out! That's right, Corey. You're going to let it out with your wife. Jeff, do I need to send you over to the house to make his wife stand up and shout? Tell me. No, my, my wife wouldn't dig that. No, she Man, that, that audio sound like ass. What, what are you running that through? This is homemade. This ain't, this is homemade. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It sounds, it sounds like the old, remember the old MP3s when the internet first came out and you were downloading off the modem and it would, you get those like 128 uh, bit. It was horrible. It, it's kind of. I know. I know. Jeff, you're, you're on a pretend talk show. At, at, you, you, you just. Your expectations. You're, not, you're on a pretend talk show. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, to a guy that worked at Circus Magazine that couldn't get a story, and the mailroom guy, me, knew the stories, but nobody would like him because look at his wrist. You're talking the to an animal. The mailroom guys are always the guys that have the <laughs> stories. You are like a retarded looking Davy Jones. You better can't get, say that uh, word anymore. Uh, oh, I can't say that word. All right, I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, <laughs> politically okay. correct. Well, that's why I'm homemade. That's why the, the that's. You know what? You know what? This guy, this guy right there. This is the only guy that thinks Derek, <laughs> this guy thinks Derek Sherinian is important. This is the this this guy right there. Come on, right? You know, let's be honest. Oh my Derek god, Derek Sherinian. You don't know? Do you know Derek Sherinian, Corey? Do you know who he is? 
Yeah, he was in that 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 band. He played keyboard. What, band? what, 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 what does he play besides uh, Dramarama? He was in Dramarama. No, I made Derek famous. I'm the guy who got Eddie Van Halen him to play with. Did you know that, Jeff? I didn't know that. You didn't, know, Jeff? All right, Corey. I I, I hear that uh, that story so much. I mean, Derek. He yeah. loves. He loves. He had no life before Adika. That's why Jeff. So I'm that was that. You were in a back. <laughs> you played. You played in a backyard party in a jam with Eddie Van Halen. Right? I'm gonna tell you the story. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell Jeff because Jeff gets interviewed by a lot of people. Jeff, first of all, for the people who are watching here, Jeff's in my buddy's band. Derek is a friend of mine. So for the people who are Sharinian holics over there and are hating on me, I'm allowed to pick on Derek. You know why? Because I made his dreams come true, and he actually. I'm the only guy, and I hope his chick is not watching. He actually got laid at playing in my band, which in theater. I, yeah, I, I got him fired from that band. That's another story. There. It's true. I got him fired. I got him fired. I'll tell you. You don't know what you just got. You know, oh, God. To get anybody from the Sons of Apollo. I had to go. I had to. I had to go through a publicist. She wouldn't return my phone call to get this. Then I got Bumblefoot. It was really insane. Everybody's treating me like dog crap. And then your drummer, Mike Pornoy. He has. He gives me attitude. He has one. I, I can't even get. It's like trying to get the president of the United States. Wait, 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 Portnoy, if you're watching, yeah, I'll help you out too. You know, <laughs> you help he doesn't need help. He's, he needs, he's, he got, too, he's help. got too much help already. He needs my help. Everybody needs my help. By Jeff. the way, look at my pink straw. What do you I'm, got? I'm drinking a nice coffee with a pink straw yeah, and yeah. soy milk. That's what a pussy I am. Can you no, say pussy on here? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's my show. You, you get some curse. I, I haven't heard one curse word. I, I'm, I'm curse worried about this. I tried to, no, I'm trying. You know what, Jeff? You ever had this stuff? Spearhead coffee. <laughs> that's that's. I heard you talking about it. You know what? I gotta check it out. I'm a coffee snob, and I yeah. this this bag. This is a this is like toasted cashew. I get the beans right. I'm a nut with a hint of chocolate and lemon, and it is so good, man. It is so good that it gets me wild in the morning. That's why I'm crazy. Corey, you relax. The headset. I, you're you're <laughs> obnoxious. And Corey, I, Corey, I'm letting him stay because I'm teaching him how to do interviews. Okay. Now, now, let's go back. Derek Sherinian. Let's talk mm. about him really quick, right? He only talks about the Eddie Van Halen. I yeah. had a band on Sunset Strip called the Star Effers. The Star, you know. You see, ooh, you're ooh, not cursing. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to log off in a second. No, I no, want to hear cursing. The star you, fuckers. You, the star fuckers. There we go. The star say fuckers. It, say it what it is. Stay, stand up and shout. The star fuckers. There you <laughs> go. All right. So it was, you know, and and then I had a band. This band, Eric Singer, he made up this band called Glam okay. Nation. Now nobody listens to the drama because why? <laughs> you know. Who's gonna listen to the show, right? Eric Singer, right? Who, who oh cares? What he's annoying. You, you ever jam with that guy? You ever jam with him? I never jam with him. I, we talk every day. I'm, I'm on a oh, group God. chat. I'm on a group chat with the, with Eric and Derek and Brent Woods. And uh, and my God, it's it's it truly is like the, the witching hour. No, well, nobody's I, safe. How come I'm not in that? I'm in another chat with with with, with some idiots. With the, 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 you gotta be privileged. I, I got I, I got privilege. I, I was kind of privileged in through Derek. No, Derek, what the hell is this? Anyway, I Derek. <laughs> I, you know, had this band and somebody, Eddie Van Halen was doing a backyard party. He made move uh, music for an adult film. I got a phone call. I called Derek. I go, Derek. I go, Eddie Van Halen just called. I got off the phone with him. Hey, this is Stefan. This is Ed Van Halen. And I was like, it was Brian Tishy who was playing drums. This is because Slim Jim was out of town. So Brian was the drummer. And, Eric uh, Dover. And Eric Dover. Yeah. yeah. Karabi, John Karabi was yeah. playing rhythm guitar. Right. Um, but Dizzy Reed was there too. But Derek Derek, and if you watch the video, Derek is like, 
He's all in, but yeah. he's ner- but you could tell in his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. virtuoso is nervous. Oh, I do. I play it. I play shows with him where he, he's got the confidence of the world, and you look at him, he looks petrified. But that show, that show, he was petrified, and he got to do the jump, and I made his dreams come true. And him and and, and Billy Idol was supposed to play right before uh, we rehearsed, but Billy Idol got to, he, he Billy goes, did you know they were filming this? I go, I know nothing. You know, I know nothing. <laughs> you know, I don't know nothing. But then Eric Dover ended up taking the show and man it up. But it's on YouTube, Backyard Party. It was a lot of fun. So Derek, well, tell me, you, tell me uh, what, what what's Ed's house like? Oh my God, it was uh, it, it's uh, it's it's over at boop 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 boop. It's it's it was it was empty the house. And yeah. I remember this is a funny story. I had that. Now, now, now he and Valerie lived in Malibu with an, in a compound with two houses. This wasn't in Malibu. Oh, then this must have been after the divorce. Yeah. See, this is this is this is why you're not. This is why you shut. Was this the house where the fifty one fifties at? Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. studio. Okay, this is the studio. Oh, it, it was the house where they both lived, and then he eventually ended up moving to the garage over his studio. Well, this is this is where fifty one. It's a big house, and fifty one fifties is another area. And he took us there, and the fair warning guitar was hanging. So when he took us in there, Sherinian goes. Wow, he's pointing to the wall, and and he goes, he goes, wow, what? And he goes, it's Trini. He goes, it's a piece of fucking wood. And Trini oh, just, Jesus. you know, Trinian's really looking like an idiot fanboy right there. And I was embarrassed. I was like, why did I call it? <laughs> you, know, you know, why did I call Trinian? You know, wow. And then the best was, so I had the GMP base, and me and Karabi outside it, and my my wife now, time was my girlfriend. She's blowing me my cell phone up, and I go to Eddie Van because I wasn't a big Van Halen fan. So I go to Ven, I go to Ed, I go, I go, my effing wife, and you know, for you, Jeff, my fucking wife. And he goes, he goes to me, he goes, You see this house? Valerie Bertinelli, right? And and in the house is a nice house, but there's nothing in the house. There was only a futon in the living right, room. She moved with a out. Cigarette, That's exactly when she hole, moved out. A cigarette hole, right? So now I was fixing my bass, the intonation, like the E string of something was fretting out. I, I go, watch this the Karabi. I go, watch this, John. I hand him the bass. I go, Ed, can you fix my bass for me? And 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 me and Karabi said, I go, who would ever believe that I have Eddie Van Halen fixing my bass for free? Because I have to pay somebody on Sunset Strip. I'm a Jew. I found the <laughs> deal right here. I go, what the? I might as well get a Jewish deal. And I got the master because he's like a mad scientist. Like he's into it. So he's hitting the E string and then he's running all the way in the other side of the house to a piano, hit the string. Then he's running all the way back. So I go to Ed. I go, Ed. Like, you want my guitar tuner? Stefan, here, here, here. And I look at him like this. I go, so you don't want my guitar tuner? It's <laughs> crazy. He looked at me. It was like one of those, but it was such a fun time. Was this, and, during, uh, uh, was this during Eddie's samurai time when he was just completely out of his mind? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think that. Uh, no, no, he wasn't samurai out. I remember well, not I samurai, but just he, the the time where his teeth were all fucked up. No, was his teeth? Yeah. Do I have a picture of, of it with a John? Lot, a lot. A lot of people think that uh, Valerie left him because uh, because of uh, his drinking, but it was actually not true. It was because of his smoking. He he had tongue cancer and he was still smoking. Okay, now now that's a funny story. So that at that show, Eddie he addressed this. He goes. um he goes, people think uh, it's the smoking. It's not the smoking. It's, it's the guitar pick. And he yeah. was going. Yeah. Now he offered us all amps, those amps that he had. And no, we, none, none of us took. We were a bunch of idiots. We should have took something. But you know what, man? Uh, it, it was a good time. And, um, you know, yeah, right here. Hold on. Look at this. I'll show. Let me see if I get this picture for you really quick. Jeff, this is, see, Jeff, isn't this a fun? Aren't you glad you came on this show, even though we have bad, bad sound? 
Look I, right there. It was the MP3. <laughs> look at right there, right there. Look at that. There we are. There's the picture. Can you see that picture? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's Brian, me kissing Brian Tishy. Look at Eddie Van Halen. He's covering his teeth. And look at Sherinian. He just wants to be, Sherinian just wants to be part of the gang. See, Sherinian's a lot like you, Corey. He just wants to be accepted. <laughs> he wants to be accepted. Look at him. Look at Sherinian. He's lean. Actually, I'm the one who got him lean because he was a sloppy mess. And Derek Sherinian, if you're watching, I got him laser too. I am the idol maker, Jeff. Never. Well, if you're watching, I mean, he, he obviously he got me on the show here with you, but uh, oh, oh, oh. Tony was definitely watching. It's a, the one and only time that I had something going on, like interview or, or press or whatever, that he actually posted on the Sons of Apollo site. Can you believe this, Brick? The I, only I, time I, I get airtime on the Sons of Apollo site is when I'm talking to you guys. I, you know why? I'm gonna tell you why. Because I make dreams happen. Look at this. This is he. <laughs> I get. I'm accept. If I'm accept. If Sharinian loves Adika. Everybody needs to love Adika. You there see, you Corey, go. how it works, Corey. Now, now, I, now, Jeff, you are an incredible, incredible singer. You're Bay from Brooklyn. Let me start out there. Where in Brooklyn are you from? Bay Ridge. Bay Canarsie. You used to go to Lemoore's? No, are you kidding me? I, I moved out to LA when I was eight. That's why I don't have the, the New York accent like you do. You have the accent. Eh, I do it when I talk to people like you. It comes out. No, no, no. You have the so you left. You left at eight years old, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved to LA. Uh, we escaped for a better life, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really? Why? With the family, just better job. Yeah, it was it was uh, personal details of my mom. I mean, we were just kids. I was eight. My brother was nine. Uh -huh. Bay Ridge was kind of a rough neighborhood. Sinai Fever was filmed yeah. there. Yeah. What you, you know, to this day, I can't I can't have anything with vinegar because I remember it was just before we moved. It was we lived in the you know apartment buildings, whatever. Yeah. There was a fire in the building next door, and they evacuated all of us. But it happened to be when I was sent home from uh, from school because I had lice. And back oh in the old yeah. Puerto Rican remedy, we're not going to go to the store and pay a dollar twenty for you know that that shit they put in your hair to get rid of the lice. So my mom doused my head with white vinegar because apparently that's the the home. It remedy. does. It works. Yeah. Yeah. And so my head's just doused in vinegar. I, I smell like a, a really bad salad. And we got a knock on the door from the the fireman saying, "Hey, everybody, evacuate! What, what are you talking about?" So I'm standing in the middle of the street watching the house next door burning down. My hair smelling like a salad. To this day, I can't stand the smell of white vinegar because I had to leave it in longer than it was supposed to. You don't know, like pickles, huh? Yeah, well, that's different. That's different. Doesn't yeah. mind you. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, pickles are cool. Pickles are no. different, huh? Yeah. So we moved out here when I was young, and uh, I, you know, the whole course of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, it, it would have changed if, had we not moved out here. I mean, not that my career started at eight, but it's because I was out here. The, the all the opportunities were here. You know, you can even yeah. ask Derek. You know, because he's he's from Northern California. Yeah, he moved to LA because there's more opportunity, especially back then. What's going on in the scene? Wow. So, so, so when you got back to Brooklyn, you obviously, you, did you do Lamores with Ingve? Did you play? Yeah. yeah. I, was at, I was at that show. Yeah. I was there. Cause I would go every Thursday night. There was a band TT quick. I used to see them play. Remember. remember them? And then there was white line. Everybody, I, there's such a connection. When I talk to people from Brooklyn, we remember like the band's profit. Then you had Fastway. This is, you know, back in the day I have, you know, I want to show you something. Now here's an old picture of you. I think this is you. Oh, okay, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. That's right, Corey. This is what I do. Now, back when metal was starting out, before it got cool looking, you know, there was not many bands to get their looks from, you know. But this is a little Crocus. Do you get this look from Crocus? Come on, oh, right there, huh? Right, right. Uh, is that is that you? Where are you? Where are you? Uh, Where are you at? I'm huh? kind of in the middle. <laughs> You're in the middle. That I see. like Joe Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Where you speak to any of these guys anymore? Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, because yeah, I live, I li the, the name of the band was called Canaan. Uh -huh. And I like I literally back then you know they're from Agora they're from Agora Hills yeah. I literally live 
like one exit away from Canaan Road now. These guys, to me, back in the day when we, I was in that band, they lived so far. I was so happy when we, we didn't rehearse there. We rehearsed closer to where I live because I was yeah. 16 years old in that photo, by the way. Six, you're, so you're 16 there. 16. You know, we all had the same. How, I'm 52 now, Jeff. We all, I had the same look, except my yeah. hair was uh, my hair was bi level. I had well, <laughs> you, at least you got hair. I'm receding now. That's why I have a schmata on my head. And Corey's <laughs> he's short. You know, I got to do something that looks good. You know, Derek Sherinian, he thinks he's receding. He does, but he's but he's not. He has good hair. He looks you, you good. You everybody around you. That I want to tell you a story. And Derek, right. if you're watching, Corey over here. Me and Corey used to be roommates. Corey used to work for Circus Magazine. I poisoned myself for five Co years. Corey came he convinced to me that my hair was going back and hasn't gone back since I'm 25. But he but, convinced me every day, Corey, it's going back. I would go in the bathroom and make him. And, and he, I got him. I got him on. I got. You Jeff. gotta stop it now. Before I got him late. on minoxidil. I got him on minoxidil, minoxidil. and what propecia. Now, now, Jeff, it doesn't work. It, 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 it doesn't work. It's it's you know it's ancient Chinese secret that you know that, that shit doesn't work. Your genetics. If you if you're supposed to be bald, you're gonna be bald. Well, Derek's dad was bald. Der right. Derek's dad looked like Telly Savalas, but Derek oh. had still had his hair. He still yeah. has his hair shrinking. This is good. The interview is just gonna be with Derek's follicles. That's next. <laughs> Derek's follicles, not his keyboards. Derek always talks about. He mocks. He's on the cover of this keyboard. This keyboard. That. Eddie Trunk wants to talk about his top favorite. I want to talk about Derek's follicles. I want to know about the follicles. What shampoo Sherinian's using? <laughs> the follicles. It's all about the follicles. So, so you, so you came. When did? So what was the first your first break? You did you do the whole Sunset Strip thing too? Were you doing that? Not really. I I was in that band. That photo you showed of the band Canaan. That was my first original band. Because uh, every band before that was all cover bands. You know that's where you you kind of cut your teeth on. Yeah. Um, and then uh, literally that band broke up when I was graduating high school in '83. And I, I joined some cover band in Colorado, just kind of killing time. I didn't know what I was going through a midlife crisis. So I moved. To fucking Colorado for a cover band. I could have stayed in LA and done that. Yeah. Um, and I literally sent the the demo for Ingve while I was still living in Colorado, but I hadn't heard from him until I got back to LA. Like it was like one or two weeks later. I came back to LA, got a call from from his management saying, Hey, uh, we got your tape, Ingve Mom's thing wants to meet you. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. And even when I went down for the audition, I went down to the record plant where he was uh kind of finishing up some touches on the first the instrumental first album. Um I just thought I'm gonna I'm gonna meet Ingve. I love his playing. Uh, I, I dig his stuff with Alcatraz, and I'm out of it. He's gonna hear me. He's gonna ah, get out of here. You suck. And I I got the gig. You know, and I remember the manager telling me out of the he played Ingve two tapes that came. He had a box of tapes that came in. He played Ingve two tapes. He picked up the worst one. Like this guy just sounded like he just crawled out of somebody's ass. And my tape. I don't know why they didn't listen to more, but uh, it wasn't. It was enough. And the tape that he sent, that I sent them, that he listened to, was that band Canaan. I was literally 16 years old on that demo. Was, that that picture. That picture was that the band of the pic. Yeah, that's the band I sent to Ingve and got the got that gig. Now see that Corey. That is. That's rough. how to do an interview. That's how to do see, an interview. I, I, I would rush I, right in. And talk about what I what I'm dying to hear about, which is well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. We're gonna go there. But you see how I just did that? I had the picture. I didn't even know yeah. we're gonna talk. I, I didn't know you. This is, this is why your bed and your marriage is a wreck <laughs> because you don't know no, what the I'm hell learning. you're doing. You your wife is thinking about me at night, Corey. I'm breaking the news to you right now. I'm sorry, Jeff. We're fighting. It's this all good. Is, this, you figure out is, who you know and comment, and then you talk about their hair follicles for 20 minutes. Well, That's you know, hair you know, hair follicles are very important. 
You don't think you know, every any guy that's watching this, they're rubbing their head after that's watching true. my show. <laughs> <laughs> this they're, is, checking, they're checking their head. This is true because the guy gets. You know, it's funny. So I was watching an interview with you, and there's a there's a great thing. The guy's interviewed about Sons of Apollo, and yeah. he goes, "You're in a." I wish I could put up that. And I was impressed. The guy goes, "You know, you're here with Mike, and you're with a lot of great musicians. It's you, Mike, Billy Sheen." But the guy didn't mention Derek's name. I'm very upset about this. Oh. Why? Yeah, well, I, we need to get there. I, you know, people, Derek Trinian, give him love and support. If you're going to interview the Sons of Apollo, mention his name. The guy is is works very hard. At his well, yeah, and, and for you know, for all intents and purposes, this is Mike and Derek's band. It all it's it was spearheaded. Mm -hmm. Talk about the coffee. Yeah. It was yeah. spearheaded by Mike and Derek, and uh, you know, if it wasn't for those two, this band would exist. And it was Mike that brought me into the mix because we did some shows together in uh, in South America. My band Soto was opening up a Winery Dogs, and I saw Mike also knew my bass player, God rest his soul, David Z. Mm -hmm. um, and Mike was watching the shows pretty much every night on the side of the stage before they're getting ready to go on. And Mike never does that. He 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 basically is always. I'm in a band with him. He is planted where he's doing his thing, and he doesn't watch. Usually watching the show, the support acts. So uh, he was on the side of the stage watching every night. I'm like, oh, maybe you know, because he's friends with David, and maybe he likes the band. And we just I just left it at that. I didn't realize he was pretty much just scouting me because uh, he had this thing. He knew Derek, and and he was putting this thing finally together. They were really going for it, and. It was in uh, 2017, I believe. It was uh, my birthday, 2017. I got a text from Mike. Happy birthday, dude. I'm going to call you in a few days and tell him what your birthday present is. And I'm thinking, wow, Portnoy, we haven't known each other that long. He's already getting me a birthday present. What is he going to send me? Like a, a nice car or a hooker or something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm at the airport. I'm, out fly I'm flying out to uh, to do my annual gig with Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And, and it's Mike on the phone. And he's basically telling me this this new thing that he's doing with Derek and Billy Sheehan. And he, he goes, that's your birthday present. Should you choose to accept it? And I'm you kidding me. I, before he could finish his sentence, I said, yes. Wow. Wow. Great. You got it. It's a great band. First of all, you're, no, you're, I, I, I remember seeing Billy Sheen at Lemoore's. I know yeah. everything goes back to Lemoore's. Talis. And that was, Talis was opening for us when you saw us at, yeah. at Lemoore's with Ingbe. That was 1985. So that's that, right. That's how long I've known Billy Sheehan, 35 years. And that show was so packed. I remember the shirts. Yeah. Who the fuck is Ingve? Yeah. I, I remember the swag. Everybody could smoke. Remember that? It was just disgusting in there because it, that, that room was sweating and it was smoking. Oh, yeah. I remember it, it's so I, – I think I have the actual ticket stuff from that that show. And somebody just wrote here. Wait, over here. Here's a comment right here. Um, Malmstein. Yeah, Mr. Lamore's Jewish, Jewish guitar hero, Malmstein. Malmstein was great. That's funny. <laughs> Malmstein, <laughs> Henry Greenblatt's. Do you see him at Lamore's? Greenblatt's Deli. Great pastrami sandwich. But it was such, for yeah. people who missed that time when Ingve was out there and that show, it was, because I was in the crowd. It was like, it was almost like, Corey, if you're a, a, a for the for Beetle Crate, it's like being at the Cavern. It was that hot. Even though I wasn't there, but from the pictures, the heat, the sweaty, the feel, and that's history. That that is history because that was that was. And you played on English the two main records of this, right? First, that's you, yeah. the first two records. Yeah, and, and it's another story. You know, I I don't document all those early days because we never really we, we talk about the initial thing and then we move on to other things because I have such a lush history. Uh, but yeah, the, I I literally was 
the day before I sang the two vocals, there's only two songs that I sang vocals on on the first album. Mm. Uh, Ingrid was supposed to sing them that weekend. The, the weekend I was officially inducted as the lead singer, you know, officially the, this lead singer. And I was at Ingrid's house and I heard the guys talking Swedish, that's one of my biggest, that's one of the things I hate about being in this band. I didn't understand anybody because four Swedes and then me just sitting there going, what the hell are these guys saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, we're at Ingrid's house and they're getting hammered and, uh, and, and I just hear them kind of, it, it's kind of getting a little uppity. Um, I didn't know if it was an argument. I know what's going on. And and then finally, Marcel, my, the bass player that I was in, uh, in Talisman with, God rest his soul as well. It's what these bass players. Right. Uh, he came over to me and he goes, I, I go, what's going on? You guys are getting all heated. He says, well, you're officially in the band as of today. And Ingvay's supposed to go in the studio tomorrow and sing the vocals. So we're trying to talk him into you you going in there and learning. And he's doing the songs. But he said, it's too soon. You can't learn the songs on time. And, and I and so finally, I went to Ingvay. I go, you know, if this is happening, give me the songs. I, I'd love to get a crack at it. And, it, and he says, in, in Ingvay's stern voice, goes, look, I'm supposed to sing these two songs. You, if you can get them, I don't want to waste a lot of time on it. If it's if you sound good on them, you'll stay on them. If if we get nowhere and it's it's too soon for you, I'm singing and that's it. And he was he was that stern already. I was like, yeah, boy. So I literally I took the tape home of the two songs. I, I listened to them over and over. I, I I it was like homework. It's like you know cramming for a test. I went to the studio the next day and we knocked out. Um, I think it was the first one we did was uh, as above so below. <laughs> I can't sing this early in the morning. Um, so as above, so below. Done. We knocked it out. He fucking loved it. He goes, yeah, wow. come back tomorrow. We're going to knock out the other one. And that's it. We we knocked those two out. They mixed the record. And next thing you know, it, I'm on the record. It, it comes out in, uh, let's see, that was August. That was September of 1984. I did the two vocals. It, the album came out like two months later in Japan. And then all of a sudden, Polygram in the U.S. steps in and says, hey, the we, we just got like 10,000 copies ordered on, on import. We need to release this in the U.S. And then we started working on Marching Out, like almost right at that time, because the the solo record was already, it, it was dated. He, he would already spend like a year and a half on it. They wanted to concentrate on the band record with all vocal songs, which we knocked out in December and January. It was done. And then all of a sudden the label comes up, hey, we can't release this new record. The first one's been nominated for a Grammy. So we'll hold off on it. We're going to release it later. Wow. By by the time marching out came out, I was out of the band because I, I was realizing it's it wasn't a band and I wasn't going to really get much from it. So yeah, there was I, a fa that was a fast. It was it yeah. went so quick. It did, I, man. It went by so fast. I I don't I don't even remember the timeline. I was I joined Ingvay's band. I sang on two records. We already finished the tour, and then I was out of the band, starting something with Tommy Aldridge and Rudy Sarzo. It, it was like whew, it was the course of like seven months. I so you went, from, you went from that to, with Tommy and Rudy? Yeah. What was that band? It was a band called, eventually they called the band Driver. and that, uh, I remember Driver, yeah, yeah. That was Tony McAlpine. Now we're going full circle because Tony McAlpine was in the band PSMS with Billy, Mike, and Derek, which turned uh -huh. Sons of Apollo. It's one big clusterfuck. That's wild. That's wild, huh? They don't so anyways, so Tony and a singer named Rob Rock were originally, they initially got that gig. There were, it was a cavalcade circus and uh, of, of revolving musicians i was one of the first at that time it was me and mark st john from kids oh okay in this thing with with rudy and tommy and then that didn't work out so they brought in kurt james who's the guy that replaced ingbe in steeler and then that didn't work out so i brought in craig goldie from jafria 
he left Jeffrey to do this thing. And then I got canned because the new stuff they were writing sounded too much like Rainbow. And it was it was something that I didn't really expect out of the band. Tommy and Rudy didn't really know at that time what they wanted musically. They just know they knew they wanted a super group and they wanted just great stuff. But the guitar players that they kept bringing in were the ones that were they were kind of the focus of where the songs were going. And when we brought Craig in, it just wasn't really for me. So I was out and they went through another course of singers, et cetera. And then, and then eventually settled on uh, Rob Rock and Tony McAlpine. They released the record and I was already, I don't know where I was at that point, but anyway, oh yeah, that's right. I rejoined me in 86 because Mark Bowles replaced me. I'm just blabbing here. The caffeine's kicking in. No, no, it's, this is great. This is great. You know, see Corey, I, I opened him up. All right, keep going. <laughs> the, the wormhole. Yeah. Um, the guy that replaced me at Ingbe was uh, Mark Bowles. He sang the third album trilogy. Now get this, this is this is a kick in the ass. So I leave, I'm out of the band, I'm out of Ingbe's band before Marching Out is out. Marching Out comes out August of 1985. Mark Bowles is the, the, the singer that replaces me in like June or July of 85. His first show is a day on the green in front of like 40,000 people up in San Francisco. I went to the show, I drove there from LA because I wanted to see Ingbe in that setting. It was like kicking myself in the ass for leaving too soon. But uh, my album that I sing on Marching Out came out in August of 85. Ingve does the tour with ACDC and Dio, blah, blah, blah. They finish and then they go in the studio and record Trilogy. Trilogy comes out in 86. Ingve uh, and Mark butt heads. They, so whatever happens. And then I'm getting a call saying, can you come back in? We, we, need, we have this big tour we need to finish out. And Ingve wanted to know if you were interested in coming in and doing it. My band, I was at a driver. My band was up. I had a band called Lamore. Steph, you, you're getting all the dream right now. I'm I, getting. I named my band Lamore after the club in New York. I was in a band called Lamore at that time in 1986. So really, you so you yeah. you named it from from that. Yeah, crazy. That is so. Funny. I, my band Lamore was it was taking its it was taking too long to take off, and so I uh, I get the call from Ingve and I said, well, it's got to be a few things different that. I got it. A few things have to change from as far as the reasons why I wanted out of the band in the first place. They they fixed it. They they contracted it. I got everything signed, sealed. So I went back to Ingve's band in '86. Mm -hmm. So this is the kick in the head because I was out of the band in '85 when they finally went to do the video for "I'll See the Light Tonight," the promo video. They shot it in like June or July of '85. I was out of the band. Mark Bowles is in the video. When Mark entered the band, he was. Kind of receding hairs, talking follically challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short hair, and and he didn't he didn't look like me at all. But they made him mime to my voice. So Mark Bowles is in the "I'll See the Light Tonight" video, miming to Jeff Scott Soto's voice. So that video comes out, and now here's the finally there's the first presentation, official presentation of Ingvae Mountain's Rising Force, and I'll see the light tonight. So wow. everybody thinks this guy in the video is Jeff Scott Soto. So next album. They do a song called You Don't Remember, I'll Never Forget from the Trilogy album. This time, Mark decided to go the route that a lot of people were doing in the 80s. He got this big Tina Turner weave put in. I mean, oh, was, my God. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even look like the same guy. So Mark is in the video singing his song for Trilogy album. They're all promoting that. And then I'm back in the band. So imagine this. I'm on tour with Ingve. Well, Mark was... Mark 
bowl. Uh, that must have been Jeff Scott Soto on the I'll See the Light Tonight video. The guy with no hair. The guy in uh, in the uh, the current video has a lot of hair. Who the fuck is this guy? Mm -hmm. Nobody knew who I was because I didn't have any visuals. I, I wasn't on any photos really with Ingve. So I stepped back into the band, and everybody thought, "What? Who's this ass clown singing right now?" They didn't. Really that was the original guy. Wow, Corey. You're making it's like sounds in my ears. I'm listening to his story. It's like really, there he goes. It's like I, I'm sorry, this complete, complete idiot. So you, God, that that it's just a, such a major, major history that you have, and your story is so. You, you've done everything, man. Like everything, and Corey's been dying over here to know some other stuff, but he's being a pain in the ass, and he can't. Let me ask you. So at that point in your career, after that, wh where did you go next? Okay. Well, after Ingve, uh, I, I left again in 87, left or fired, whatever. Basically, it didn't continue because um, Ingve got, that's the year he got in the really bad car accident. I remember, yes. Uh, he was in a coma for a week and, and it took him a lot of time to recoup. And during that time, the, the record company, they were saying when Ingve does come back, we need a, a little more commercial we, commercial sound we need a more a little more focus on the singer blah 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 and that's where they brought in joe lynn so it wasn't in the stars for me to continue with ingve mm -hmm. and that, so that would have been 87 and that's where i started kind of shifting the uh the focus of what people knew me as a singer because yeah i love the stuff i did with ingve i loved all that that the neoclassical metal stuff but i also come from a very deep-rooted funk and soul background and i was missing that and i wanted i wanted to be in a band where i could kind of utilize those tools the things that were in my dna i grew up freddie mercury and steve perry were injected in my dna along amongst all the motown sam cook temptations all that stuff so i have a different way of singing hard rock i have a different like the way lou graham or the way steve perry did or bobby kimball from toto mm -hmm. these guys had a lot of white soul based on the fact that they only listened to black music but when they were doing the rock, you could hear kind of an infusion of that. And I miss being able to do that with what I was doing. So that was that that I took that time to kind of refocus on what I was going to be able to do into the future. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to just be this okay, yeah. I was trying to emulate yeah. Bruce Dickinson and Dio the whole time, which was pretty much what I was doing when I when I got in the middle. And that was the error. That was the error we were we were stuck in too. You know that yeah. era of music and and people. And then once people don't realize, okay, this is they think you're a one trick pony. They don't realize the other stuff. As a kid, the things you listen to that your family would play on the records, right. the Sam Cooke and the, the the Temptations, the Four Tops, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that great stuff. Now yeah. Corey, Corey's dying to know. Corey, go ahead and. You don't have to answer anything. This guy offends you. I will click him. You just let me know. I'm not going to offend him. All right. No, but you, go ahead. Be, in, be, be who you are because I'm ready to, to, to attack you. Go ahead. Talk to Jeff. Now, now this is this is your lesson in how I should do journalism, how I should do reporting, how I should interview. I just like to know. You, I like to know the person. No, no, you. That was great to watch, but I, I'll tell you why it was irrelevant to what I used to do, which is rock journalism. They would take somebody like Tommy Lee or Robert Plant or Eddie Van Halen. They would bring them to the record company, sit them down in a conference room, and tell them, "Okay, because we did this much promo for your album, you have to give us two hours." So they would take that two hours and they would divide it into 10 minute segments and they would line up all these reporters to call in and they would talk on the conference phone. They would have no idea who they're talking to. And you, and you were told, okay, well, you have 10 minutes. Go ask everything, you, you know, go talk to Eddie. And so, of course, you had to jump in with the questions you really wanted to know. And of course, there couldn't be uh, like a repartee like there just was now. Because uh, we were told ten minutes. You, I'll tell you it. why. I know and that they don't know who they're talking to. I know why. I know why. Because you guys had no personality. 
You don't know how to communicate. You're not. You guys aren't human beings. Works. That's how it works. You have. You're not a human being. You don't know how to talk to people. No, we didn't have the luxury. Of Go ahead. He wants to know. Of, he wants to know your work friends. with Queen. He wants to know your work with Queen. He no, wants to know I, all this I, good I, stuff. I don't. You, I, what I want to know you're is this. Know. Set the scene for me. When you're walking into the, I, I assume it was a rehearsal studio, and it was set up with Brian. There was was Deacon still in the band. When was this? What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? When you auditioned for Queen. I did audition for Queen. See, there you go. You know, you know nothing. Sources, Corey. Yeah. What are you doing? Get him. Get him, Jeff. Wait. Get him. Why he's, I, why, he's, why, he's a complete I, idiot. This is why I have to. This is why I have to. This is why all he's talking about Queen, 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 and and I and I didn't want to even say a word to this guy. I just want to see him put the noose around his neck. That's why he has a go, go, Corey, go. What do you? Think? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see why he got fired from Circus Magazine? Do you see why? Let me get somebody who knows. Where's Oive? Oive, help me out here. Oive. Do you see why? Oive. Do you see why? Oive, meet Jeff Scott Soto. Oive. What's up, man? Oive's a crazy Kiss fan. Of course you love Kiss, right, Jeff? Everybody does, right? I you know what? I'm a late I was a late bloomer with Kiss. I really? like I like the second half of the of the phase. When they they took off the makeup and they were doing like lick it up heavens on fire, I just like that easy that eighties cheesy shit. Now you said Mark St. John. Let's get let's get goofy here for a second. I remember meeting Mark St. John at Lamore's with Gene Simmons. I got his autograph. I'll never forget that. But he was in for a hot second. You know, Mark St. John. How is it to work with him, Jeff? We didn't get that far. He he was in the band when I was talking to to Rudy and Tommy about the band. And by the time I finished the tour with Ingve, and we now we're going back and and start we're going to start working. They already had Kurt James in the band, so I, never, I, I met Mark a couple times, and you know we were friendly with each other. But I never sat and got the actual sit down with him and start working on music. So probably like the way I met him, by a real second, real quick second. Like you know? Vincent, I, I work with him on some stuff, but that was that's a whole different issue. But that we were bra. Did was you in a bra when you met him? Oh boy, I, I, I didn't mean oh. to say that. No, I just said I don't know. I don't know. He's never going to come on the. He show. met on his car. I don't know. Corey, Corey, come on. I had to make a joke to make the guy laugh. Now Vinny will never come on the show because of your failure. Corey, hey, he'll never do it anyway. Where did you get your sauce, yeah. Corey, about Queen? I, uh, no, no, I, I misread it. He, there were discussions you, about him joining Queen. So you missed no uh, audition. Uh, we're fault. talking about this interview I just did recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to go into the ramifications behind it. It basically was I've known Brian since like 99. And I met Roger in 2001 when they got the uh, they got inducted to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and they did a local gig here. And I was I was called upon to to go do some jam. It was like an after show jam at a small place um, to commemorate. You know, they they got the star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This was in night in 2001, and this is where I got to know Roger. And then through the years, through those years, I was we were jamming a lot. Uh, I was in a, a side band, kind of like the Starfuckers. It was it's called Spike's All Stars. It's yeah. uh, the SAS band. Spike uh -huh. Edney is the keyboard player and musical director for for Queen since I, actually I don't even know how far he, he goes way before Wembley while Freddie was still touring with the band. So Spike basically put pulled me into this SAS band, the Spike's All Stars, and we were doing gigs all over the everywhere, all over the world with mm -hmm. his. It, it's basically he get like five or six different name singers. I was the only one that didn't have a name as far as people we were playing in front of. And we just do these gigs. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and through that connection, he would always have Roger coming in to, fill, to to jam some songs. He would always have Brian coming in. And that's where I finally got to, to jam a lot with those guys. And the idea of me possibly stepping in was, it was, uh, like I said, I, don't, I, I can't go into the, the details of it, but it was a, there were inklings. We were, we was, it was talking. It was like, this might happen, could happen. And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's yeah. very cool.
Yeah, I've got a question for you. You're set to uh, do some stuff with Jason from Saigon Kick. Are you guys still going to try to get that out? Because I I see you're going to be here in Houston, or supposed to be here in Houston in July. The dates are still held, and we're just we're, we're playing it by ear. You know, every day things change. Yeah. Every day it either goes worse or the, it gets closer to, you know, getting back to life. So it's yeah. it's a crapshoot right now. We're holding on to the dates, and we're hoping that we're going to be able to do them. But at this point, you know, we can't predict. We have no crystal balls. So yeah, they, yeah. Might come, they might come up with a vaccine tomorrow. You know, they give you guys a little pill, and everybody's good, and we're back to normal again. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Until until people feel comfortable going to gigs and and um, they're going to come up with these new rules of social distancing. I don't know what's going to happen to to gigs and tours the rest of this now, year, but I think we're know, Jeff, I agree with you. You know, Oive, that's like a question that th- this idiot down there would ask. You know, it's like me. I'm a paranoid Jew. I'm not going out nowhere. I, I'll go. I'll, I'm gonna. I'll make a fake TV show no, and I can celebrity talk. But then you ask crazy questions. Yeah, come on, I, it's like we're not going nowhere. I'm staying home. I got YouTube. I got a fake show. This is what I do. Let's go. <laughs> let's go talk to some of the people here really quick. You know, you, you come on, come on. I want to. The these are the type type of questions you ask, Jeff. Yeah, real, real serious. Playing with Sons of Apollo. Does Derek Schrinning like to look himself in the mirror before? <laughs> <laughs> Derek ha- Derek has a, a keyboard, a tech named Corey. Sorry, Corey, and he spells it the same way as this Corey. He's got a keyboard tech named Corey, and. He, one of Corey's duties, aside of making sure everything's working and all Corey's are support. We're not we're not good stars. We're only good at support. <laughs> well, Corey's yeah, he's a talent. Corey Felder, but somehow he yeah, got that's what, that's an example of what I'm talking about. So Corey's duties is to to film Derek's keyboard solo. I mean, Derek's keyboard solo. If that's the crucial moment where your tech needs to be ready to jump on stage, if something's going on, you you, you can fix it on the fly. But he's told you have to film every single keyboard solo and at the end of every show derek is looking at his keyboard solo now don't ask i don't know if he's looking <laughs> at himself if he's just going oh my god i'm a motherfucker i'm so bad i don't know you gotta ask you know i need i need to ask you you know i meet a lot of people through derek he has a character i met through derek you know a guy named jack Jack Ponte, you ever heard of this character? I, I, I did some songs for of Jack Ponte's for a movie called Rich Girl back in 87, 88. Oh, uh, here, this is Jack over here. He calls me whatever. He goes, he goes, I just remembered I have history with Jeff. I forgot all the shit I did back in the day. Unlike Adika, I live in the present. Look at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you something. You like Damn it. Damn it. Jack Ponte is a very successful guy. Yeah. And he likes to, he wants to help me out. And, and we, we bonded because of Derek Sherinian. And we talk all the time. Jack. You know what? Come on the show. Stop being a stop hocking me China there, Jack. All right. Don't don't the, the, the poor guy needs my help. He has no friends. And I'm his only I'm the only one who loves you, Jack. That's it. That's it. I'm, Jack doesn't give a fuck about anybody. No, he, no, no. Jack he was, he was like that back in the 80s, too. I, I love I love, it, I love him. I I you know, I'll be I saw this character writing something on Derek's wall. And I go, who's this? And then I started mocking him. And then he, he wrote something back. He told Derek, he goes, I like your friend. I, I I root for the underdog, meaning me. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a comment. I did nothing about Jack's life, and I made a comment, and he, t- he mentioned something about Bon Jovi to me. I go, does John know you? And then he goes, you haven't. He started going crazy to me. I go, I love this guy. He's out of his mind. Let me go some of the questions. Oive, I'm going to click on them. And he was in Bon Jovi before it was Bon Jovi, right? I don't know what Jack did. Jack is Jack is too don't, don't piss him off. Yeah. You know, he'll I find out where you live. 
He is funny, funny, right? Oh, Jack was a great songwriter. He he wrote some great songs for. There was a band called Baton Rouge, mm -hmm. obviously. Oh yeah, Louisiana. Uh, he worked with those guys a lot. And like I said, I I did these songs for this movie. The movie was horrible. It was terrible. The, but the songs are great. And it's funny going back to the the Vinnie Vincent link. For some reason, when you look online or when you get the bootlegs of the the songs I did with or for Vinnie. The songs from Rich Girl, uh, it, it, it's like they, they're giving Vinny the actual uh, the the credit. He got it all wrong. These songs were from a different movie, a different, completely different session. But they lump them together with Vinny's things, and and poor Jack, you know, his songs are lumped in with with Vinny's songs, and Vinny gets the credit. Where the songs that I did with with of Jack's were they were great. They they could have been hits, but they uh, use them for this movie in this movie. Uh, Jack is definitely a talented, smart guy. I'm going to bring my other guy in here, Mike Fasano. Where's Fasano? Are you there, Fasano? Mike Fasano? I'm, I'm changing my camera angle because I want to practice because oh. I'm just sitting in backstage. I'm, I'm changing it to my drum. There he goes. I don't need to hear his life story. Just come on the show and introduce yourself. He only does is complain, and then he wants to know why I go in the back. I have a show. I brought a doctor in here, and everybody has an opinion. He gets Jack crazy, this doctor. I bring this doctor on because I like him because he bothers everybody, and Corey – on one of the shows, I had the guy from Player, Peter Beckett, on the show. And Corey called the doctor a prick. It was very rude. Very rude. That's why it's, my show's chaos. By the way, Mike, you okay? Hey, Jeff. Jeff, it's great, great to meet you. We've never met, but. I know um, who you are. Just, tell him about that you played in Warren. Tell him the story. Uh, <laughs> tell him. Tell him. Tell him the story, Mike. Go ahead. I was the seventh, I was the seventh ninth. I was, I was the seventh, ninth, and eleventh drummer of Warren. I was on their mop up their career tour. From 2000 to 2011 until Jane, Janie died. So that's me, my claim to fame. But now I play in a band called Tiger Army. Which show the record. Show. Jeff cares. Show him the record. No, show he record. doesn't. Yeah, he does. No. Jeff, Jeff's been there. Before the show, Jeff goes, does he play with Tiger Army? Show him the record. Tiger Army. No. No. Jeff, Jeff. From, uh, the, the Tiger King was in that? Yeah. You know what's funny is everybody's doing memes of us. Tiger Army is a band like the Stray Cats, but more punk rock. Uh, Fifteen years after them, uh, the trio. Drink your coffee, Jeff. Drink your coffee. Wake up, wake up, Jeff. Anyway, okay. yeah, drink that Anyways, coffee. Jeff. Look excited, Jeff. Look excited. <laughs> Jeff, seriously, if you, if you <laughs> Jeff, Jeff I, 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 what? I told Jeff to take Jeff. a sip. Look excited. Look impressed. I got, you... a, I got a Warren story too. When you're done, yo, go on. Tell me your Warren story. Well, my Warren story, it's, it's pretty quick and easy. The, when I first started with Ingbe, there was a, another band that was helping out. Uh, some friends, A friend of mine from high school had a band called Panther. And this will dispel. People have heard of this band. Oh, do you ever play any gigs with Panther? Do you have any live bootlegs? No, I was never in the band. We didn't, we didn't play live shows. This was, uh, I was helping out a, a friend because they, they were looking for a singer. And I was helping them complete this song so they could make a demo. And they could find a singer that could sing the songs the way I sang them. And so while we were rehearsing in one room, down at the next room over was the these teenagers. It was like 15 and 16-year-olds rehearsing. I thought, ah, these guys sound promising. They have some good stuff. They had a, a singer named Adam who – and you could just tell they had no clue how to build backing vocals, harmonies, and that kind of stuff. So as I'm listening to them, I'm going, guys, you know what would sound really good? Is if somebody sings – while the lead singer is singing here, instead of everybody singing unison – this guy, you should sing this note, and maybe this guy sing this note. And I taught them three-part harmony. That band was Warren. They were just a bunch of kids. And and uh, again, wow. Janie was in the band, and Janie was he he spearheaded 
uh, their sound and, and moved in into the warrant that everybody knows of today. But their other, the original singer, Adam, the, the only two guys that were in the band at that point and still are were Eric and Jerry. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. I even have history with those guys, and that's wow. when they were just teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, and then when Jamie when Jamie came in, he brought Stephen Sweet because the drummer, the original drummer that everybody didn't know was Max. Right. And so it was Max and Adam. And when those guys left, Jamie said, oh, "I'm going to bring in Stephen Sweet from from Ohio." Exactly. But yeah, no that that's a that's a great story. Yeah, it's still Eric and Jerry, and now it's it's Joey Allen is is with yeah. them, and Stephen yeah. Sweet's back, and then they have Robert Mason doing it, which is great. And they're having a great run doing sure. well prior to pre COVID pro. Pre COVID nineteen, they, they've been doing a lot of work, so it's yeah, been yeah. great. They've been yeah. they've been killing it. Okay, let's go over here. We're gonna do a little Q and A really quick, Jeff. I know you're probably busy and you're bored of our faces, but you know, I'm, I'm out of coffee. That's the only. Oh, problem. you're out of coffee. Okay, yeah, a little. Let me see if I can. Focus. Go 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 get some coffee. Go get. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll line. Oh, what do you got there? Hold on. It's, a, it's a Delonghi. The laundry nice. machine, it's, it's, oh my God, it's, it, it grinds the beans right there fresh for you. Look at I got, let me see that. Show me that. I, I got the Brevel. Let me see that. Let me, let me get, let me get a cup underneath this. Let me move let me this. Right, right, right there. Look at that. So this is like one of them. The, this is a no joke coffee maker. The beans go in here. The, and yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, you just press that. I always do double cup. And yeah. That thing just start grinding the beans and it's, man. It smells wow. like heaven when you make a, a coffee in this thing. Oh, I love it. It's got, you know, you got the thing for the, the, the for anyway. The, no, no, no. Hey, Jeff, no, really quick. See, see, because now how are you drinking your coffee? Are you doing the espresso? Are you doing a full cup of coffee? What are you doing? I do double es espresso, as I uh -huh. said earlier, with soy milk. Yeah, yeah. I usually drop a little uh, Hershey's yeah, syrup in there for this, just for a little essence, a little cocoa flavor. Okay. I don't like sweet. I, I, that, I don't do the Starbucks sweet drinks. No. But um, yeah, I just do it just for a little essence. I put the unsweetened soy milk because I'm I just trying to get away from dairy altogether. And it's hard. Go. That's hard. Yeah. The dairy thing is I hard, love, Jeff. I hard. love iced coffee. I I don't know why. I, I hot coffee is just not for me. Everybody, you, everybody wakes up in the morning drinking their hot coffee. I, even in the morning, it's got to be iced coffee. It just wakes me up. Now, Jeff, I got turned on to a Mexican coffee. It's so good, and it, but I think the sugar, and I don't want that, but I do the cinnamon in my coffee, and it yeah. changes the whole game. I'm trying to stay away from the dairy. I'm a cheeseaholic. I, 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 I can't cut cheese, but the cinnamon in the coffee, you got you to you you got, got, try it. You got to try it. You cut cheese, and you didn't realize it. I cut you. Yeah, I cut cheese, right? I'm out of my mind. Okay, let's go talk to some of these people right here really right. quick. You know what? You'll love Jeff and it's Q and A time. You ask, maybe we will answer. Sometimes they're not questions; maybe it's statements. Won't. Maybe we'll answer. Maybe I'll click. Mike, you read it, and Jeff, anybody who the questions for, we'll answer it. Okay. Yeah. So here's a, not a question, but right here, what do we got there? From Debbie Muller, she said, "I loved iced coffee. I love iced coffee too." Debbie, that's right. That's right. We got Melrose Larry Green right there. Of course, Melrose Larry Green. He's a staple here. He's a staple here. What's he say over here? He said, Jeff is a great guest. Mm. Oh, Jeff, we got Lolly. Lolly. Hot Lolly right there. What's, what's, rolling in, aren't they? They're, they're coming in. They're coming in. Hold on. Let's get over they, here. They've been, they've been coming in the last fucking hour he's been talking. There you go. <laughs> Just do me a favor. Tell me a story about the, the, that, that show, how you got the warrant audition. I really want to. I want something to go to sleep on. Tell me. Tell me about Tiger Army. Tell me about I that. I lost the bet. Go, I lost go, the bet go, go tell me. Go tell me. Listen, Mike. Go tell you me. Wanna, about, you, go tell me really how Ryan Roxy treats you. Jeff, you know Ryan Roxy? You know who he is? 
I don't see you playing with him. I don't even see you on his show. You're too good, Jeff. You're too good. Don't give the guy the type of day. Jeff hangs with virtuosos like Derek Sherinian. Mike Portnoy. I'll get Mike on here. Look, I don't Mike need Portnoy you. Tell he has you a name. What a virtuoso Pete, he is, right, Jeff? Me, you know what? You know what? I'm sorry, Jeff. Me and Mike, we know Beatles. And once I get Pete Best or Denny Lane on here, Mike will be kissing my I'm ass. Out. That's well, right. You know Mike, to answer your question, you know, yeah. Derek does talk. He, he builds himself a lot, but he backs it up. And he, he always does it. He goes, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be cocky or if you're gonna be confident, make sure you back it up because if you suck after all that yapping. You're gone. You're done. You're toast. You got, and you know, and I'm one of the greatest keyboard players out there. So hands, hands down. But he delivers. Hands down. So any keyboard players that knock Derek Sherinian, you know what? Go practice because you're not as good as him. You're not. He's my friend Derek, and I protect him. I make fun of Derek. Nobody else can. That's it. He's Eric, Eric Singer can make fun of him. Eric Singer can make fun. I actually he's good at it. I actually Eric Singer. That's how I met. I met Derek through Eric. Yeah. And actually, I met you because it was a part uh, dinner we went to a long time ago. And, and, and uh, I guess um, uh, Spike was there. Uh, right. And I was with Eric Singer. I look like Eric's a you know, gay, gay lover. Not, nothing wrong with being gay, but you know, I look like you know, his boyfriend. And because um, Eric is always, you know, he's single. Eric, Eric, for the ladies out there that want to meet Eric Singer, he's single because he has a little Jewish in him. He doesn't want take people to take his fame and fortune. He wants to be alone. He likes watching Hogan's Heroes at nights, and he likes to call his <laughs> friends and complain at night. That's it, Eric Singer. He likes That's watches simple. too. He, he likes watches. Really into he likes watches. watches, and he loves your Warren stories. He really actually tells me about it all the time. He wants to hear more about it, Mike. He loves. He's very impressed. Very impressed. Okay, let's go. So, so we got Lolly Boy. What's Lolly asking over here? How did it come about that you did the song "Summer Days" with Gus G? I met Gus uh, right as he got the Aussie gig. I think it was at Nam, mm. and. I know his manager, his manager's best friend from since they were kids. Um, he introduced us and then Gus said, hey, listen, I'm recording my first solo album. I would like to maybe collaborate on something with you. And I said, sure. We, we exchanged numbers. He sent me the song. He goes, I don't know if this is in your wheelhouse. And, uh, you know, let me know what you think. And I, the, the song itself, it had kind of a Thin Lizzy vibe. It was kind of like a, a modern Thin Lizzy uh, thing to it. So. I, I immediately I was drawn to the vibe of it and I wanted to make it kind of a summertime kind of hang song. And that's where summer days came about. It's uh, you know, it was from Gus G's first solo record and uh, it was a great record. It started, it opened up a, a really cool relationship with not that kind of relationship with Gus. Cause we ended up collaborating together with my, with my band Soto as well. He co-wrote a couple songs that he actually guessed it on as well. So we've been bouncing back and forth working with each other. I think Gus is one of the great guitar players that, a lot of people need to wake up and and you know listen to this guy. Mm, there you go. Here, what? what, 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 what uh, I, I didn't mean to click on that. The questions are moving so quick here. Hold on, Melrose, stop writing. We heard your thing, and I played piano for fifty six years. Best keyboard players are Chuck Lavelle and Derek Sherinian. Melrose, Larry Green. All right, you spelled your own name wrong, Melrose. Get it together. Okay, <laughs> Lardy, Lardy. Next, he's going to become himself Marty. What do we got here, Oive? Uh, did Jeff audition for Vinny in the same time Mark Slaughter when Fleischman left? No, I didn't audition for Vinny, and I didn't audition for the Invasion. What I did for Vinny when we were recording our albums simultaneously, I was with a Japanese guitar player named Cooney, um, and Vinny was. They were doing the uh, All Systems Go record, the second record, with Dana Strum was producing both. He was producing Cooney, and he was producing um, the the Vinny Vincent album, and I think it was. I don't know which which came first. I know I because I sang background on the on a couple songs 
on the uh, no, it was Mark Slaughter that sang background on the um, the Cooney album, and I think Dana must have told Vinny that I was of that kind of Temptations Motown kind of vibe. And once Vinny heard my stuff, he goes, listen, I, I, I have a publishing deal where I do these songs that are not rock and roll at all. They have nothing to do with hard rock, heavy metal, whatever. It's completely like Michael Bolton, Celine Dion kind of stuff. Um, it's really pop. Would you be interested in, I need a soulful voice to sing them. I don't want metal. I don't want, like Mark couldn't do this kind of stuff. He's more of a screamer. But I know you've got that more of the uh, that that influence in you. So I went to Vinny's pad and I sang on four songs that, he had to fulfill to send those publishing company. I guess they were going to pitch it to Celine and the, the, the artists I'm talking about, Michael Bolton, that kind of thing. And that's it. That was my only involvement with Vinny. I just, I sang on his demo. It wasn't a new band. It wasn't to join the invasion. It was just to sing on these songs for his publishing company. All right. So we got here. My feed's getting loaded. We got, what do we got there, Mike? Yo, Jeff. Hello from Sweden. Did anybody teach you some Swedish words? Ingve and the other Swedes did, yeah. Bergjabel, um, uh, which means, uh, well, I don't want to do politically incorrect, but fucking faggot basically is what Bergjabel means. Um, I, I learned all the bad stuff. I, I learned how to say, which means I want to fuck you between the tits. And <laughs> That's an important phrase. It's one of those things I remember to this day. <laughs> Okay. Hold on, hold on. Everyone's flabbergasted. What? You, you, you never said I want to fuck between the tits in Swedish? <laughs> I, love, I mean, of all the things. I love it. I love it. Hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm getting bad feed now. Now my internet's messing up here. What a professional. You look clear on this end. You're clear here. You're not. I know. Hold on. Let's go here. Rich, what do we got? Yeah, yell at me. We got Rich over here. Rich St. Van, how was Neil Sean to play with? I was going to ask you the same thing. First of all, there's a C in uh, Sean. It's S-C-H-O-N. Uh, a dream. I mean, unfortunately, the Journey gig ended in in a way that I still don't get to this day. It was kind of like just kind of pulled the, pulled the plug. And uh, I, one minute I was in, one minute I was out. But playing with Neil, playing with the band Journey was just a, it was a dream come true. Because, again, I, I, I stressed earlier how Steve Perry and Journey were, that's in my DNA. I, I grew up with this stuff and it was part of what made me as a singer. And so to be singing those songs that I sang so many years in the car or in the shower, to be able to do that with the guys who wrote this stuff for a year, it was it was a dream yeah. come true. And you, you don't think that their story, the, the, their story of picking the guy, the, the young kid who always dreamed of it from the Journey cover band is, a, is like a, a good story? Yeah, well, first of all, he wasn't in a Journey cover band. He was just in a, in a cover band. And they, I mean, if you, if you, anybody that does a little research, put a little brains behind it, they will see their set list in, included Journey songs, Survivor, Foreigner, uh, uh, that whole roster of music. So he was just really good. He sounded, he was a good impersonator. Even when he was singing Chicago, he could sound like Peter Cetera. He, like myself, when I was in cover bands, I always tried to emulate the singers I was singing. So it didn't sound like a really bad mock up of the artist. And that, it, it, it kind of gets you ready to, to to sing different styles and do different things in your career and your life instead of just locking in the one thing and then you don't really have too much of a, you know, too much of a, a oh, there he is. You're back. Oh, and he's gone. I'm, I'm trying. I'm my, oh, my, okay. thing just, my thing shut down. Thank God. Thank God we got we got all this stuff over here. You know what? My, my feed just 
it was all it's awful, you guys. So I apologize. Okay. Well, it's not bad to us, so it, it, don't worry about it looking bad on our end because we look perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. This, this is how this is how you wrap up. This is how you wrap up a show right here. When the feed goes bad, that means the internet guys are telling me to get the hell out of here. You know, <laughs> let's see. Let me give somebody a, another chance. I feel bad because I'm I'm going here busting chops over here. You know, what I'm gonna have to do Jeff. You promise you'll come back on the show? Even not though in the morning, no. You know, we'll have you come back. Who wait? What, what's what's up here? Because I can't hear what the fuck you said. Doesn't matter. He said not at eight in the morning. Eight o'clock. We'll do an eleven o'clock one at night for him. It's okay. Yeah, I wanna, that's when. That's when musicians are awake. You know, eight o'clock in the morning. I had to put, set my alarm for seven thirty. You kidding me? Yeah, we'll do one. We'll do Hamilton. Oh, here. How about this one? Here. How about this question right here? Very important. Look. This is from Amy Karate. How many times has Mike Fasano and Corey been fired from coffee? Uh, me talk? once. Tell the story. Tell the story. Never. Tell the story. Now let me ask you something. Never. Can you get fired from something you don't get paid for? <laughs> don't start hey, Jeff. Yeah. Don't start trouble, Soto. You can don't, you can't get fired for something that no one hires you for. Don't start <laughs> You can get shit on all day. That's it. That's it. You know, Jeff Soto, I thought you're from minute. Brooklyn. We could we could bond together over here. That's it. Sherinian, <laughs> give me his I can't get his phone number. I'll get your number. And that's it. I'm gonna call you at night now, Soto. That's Derek, it. Eric is good, right? <laughs> he, knows, he knows the limits, the boundaries. He, he knows the like, you know what, Jeff? You've been you've been great today. Thank we you. went real overboard. I don't want to really honest with the bottom. Line, thank you for coming on, giving us a chance. Um, to my henchmen over there, you guys know I love you. I don't want you guys to go somewhere. You make the show. If you guys are not here, who else am I going to pick on? Let's be honest. I, know. Well, I gotta be honest. Roxy hired me. Who? <laughs> who? Damn it. Who? So you heard it first. I heard. I heard. Is it? Yeah, we're gonna go now. Who? Who? I, I don't even hear what you. I don't even hear what. I don't hear what you're saying out there. You know what? Everybody out there, I want to thank Dr. Gary for coming on the show. Dr. Forsman, Corey, you called him a prick last week, and now you're licking his prick today. Corey, you see how it works out on my. You called show? him an irresponsible prick. Yeah, you see, Corey, how it works. You know what? I want to. He, didn't, he to... didn't. He didn't say what he said this week. That last week, so he's not a responsible prick today. Yeah, you guys are good. I want you to find the low classics on Spotify. They're the hidden gem. I want to thank those guys for coming on here. Um, hidden gems. If you guys want to be a hidden gems, send Oive some of your music. We'll get you on here. You know, let's showcase you guys. You know, you shouldn't be hidden if you're good. And uh, oh, my buddy Mike Michael Alago, go buy his book uh, on Amazon. If I could, if the click is not showing. I'm sorry. There it is. Buy Michael's book on Amazon. Look at the delay. Look at that. Amazon. Where's Michael's handsome? You, hey, Jeff, you know Michael Alago? No. Do you know him? I, I, don't, I don't hear you, Jeff. It don't matter. It doesn't no, matter. You don't hear me. I hear you, but I don't think I hear you. But let's let the show go. Let the show go. Subscribe. You know, subscribe to the show. Adika's having problems. Subscribe to the show. It's a wonderful show. Tell your friends. Tell your family that you hung with Coffee Talk with Adika. And uh, here's my buddy, Michael Alago. His book's on Amazon. Breed, breed, uh, breeding music, signing Metallica, beating death. Go check him out on Amazon. Um, Bumblefoot's hot sauce. Check it out. Yeah. You want to spice up your love life? Put that on your wife's ass. A little of the sauce. <laughs> <Bumble> <laughs> <issues>. <laughs> Put that on your wife's ass. Corey, tonight yeah. when you're with your wife, make tonight. a scream. Get the, bumble. Bumble. Wife's ass. Get, the bumble. Get the third one, Corey. Yeah. Make your your head. Make, make her stand up and shout, Corey. Does it go in, in the ass or does it go outside? Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Outside, outside first. 
You know what? For Mike Fazano, Fazano, I wow. love you. Fazano, talk about this right here. You want to get your waxing done? Go to Flirt Salon, people. 818-843-9400. They do Mike Fazano's eyebrows, and they'll do yours. Just tell them that Fazano called you at 818-843-9400. Okay? That's a, that's a wonderful thing over there, you know? And, and you know, you could go into the salon looking one way, <laughs> hey, and you go look hey. like that the other way. Hey. It's all good. Look at those eyebrows. Flirt salon. They do the job. They do the job. They do the job. He's a handsome person. That's like, you know, are you friends with Eddie Trunk, Jeff? Yes, I am. That's why. Oh, you don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't even tell. Don't say nothing. He's a handsome. You think he's handsome? You like his hair, don't you? You like his hair, Jeff. Right? You guys kind of have to kiss his ass, right? Because yeah, he plays, yeah, yeah, plays you, yeah. and he and Portnoy so yeah, up his ass too. So you guys have to like him, right? Anybody's ass. And yeah, you, you, don't worry, Jeff. He's handsome. I love him. And everybody. He's a little douchey, though. Everybody Just admit it. Jameson wanted to say he was douchey. Yeah, yeah. Eddie I, Trunk, a little douchey. Yeah, he's all right. He's a, nice, he's a nice. I can't hear you, Mike. What the well, hell? You know what? It's probably yeah, a warning you know story. It's probably yeah. a warning story. Eddie, Shut Eddie's a good, he's, I've known Eddie for <laughs> 30 years or whatever. I, I'm not going to say anything. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I, it's because I have a problem with somebody. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. <laughs> My problems aren't your problem. I just don't. You know what the problem is? I'm going to be honest with you guys. Shush, Mike. You know what the problem is? Here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. I I don't like. You know, I got I'm, a big forehead. I, that's right, and so do I. I'm receding. He needs. He needs a good. He needs a schmata. You know. I got the Eddie trunk look. Eddie, I'm going to help you. Eddie, watch this. Eddie. Buzz your head, look like a human being, and lose some weight. That's 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 all I have to say to him. And then I might, you know, help, I'm going to help him out because your wife's wearing a muumu. You're upset. Don't let it show. Don't let it show. This is well, even Eddie will tell you he's got a face for radio. So yeah, look at that. Look, I have a face for radio. Everybody, I want to thank you guys for coming to the show. Derek Sherinian, I made his dreams come true. Thank you for making my dreams come true. Um, Derek with Eddie awesome. Van Halen. Um, hey, anything I could do. I, I want to do for everybody here. I also want to thank the best coffee in Paso. I'm going to get you some of this coffee, um, Jeff. I, yeah, I'm, I got to try it. I I'm going to actually it. send you a package for being being a, a guest. I hope you come back. I hope I didn't ruin I, your career. I, I only want to make it better. Spearhead yeah. Coffee, www.spearheadcoffee. He's in. I got a friend now. I'm so I'm so thrilled. Everybody, <laughs> I get my number. You give me the numbers. I got to do one shout out, and I'm working on a new collage because I have a. Hey, Jeff, you didn't know it. I'm a YouTube sensation, and I got a fan club. Um, the Adika's Angels, we love you. Oive messed up your picture. We're working on a new one, but look what I made for my Adika's Angels. This one's for you. We're going to say goodbye for now, but remember, be good to your folks. They've been good to you. We'll be here Monday, 8 a.m., okay? Tell your friends, share, subscribe, but Adika's Angels, we love you. Right here. If it plays, I have no idea. <laughs>